This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. I would love to hear your thoughts today on the ongoing protest at Trinity College over the proposed introduction of a 450 euro exam repeat fee. Now, I mentioned that I'm still a little confused exactly as to how this is going to work or how this is intended to benefit students. So I'm joined on the line now by Damien McLean, who's a welfare officer at Trinity Students' Union. He's currently in the dining hall where the protest is taking place. Damien, really appreciate your time on SPIN today. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Um, I suppose I'm here to clarify a few of the points around the protest we're having. You are indeed. And we'll get through them all, um, Damien, because as I said at the beginning of the show, I'm a little confused as to how it's going to work. But just to start off, if you wouldn't mind, to the best of your knowledge, Damien, why is there a fee to resit exams in the first place? I think it's because, I suppose, fundamentally, the college has to keep its light on, the lights on. Money has to come from somewhere to fund activities within the college to be basic um, about it. Okay. And up until now, what has the situation been in Trinity when it comes to repeat exams? Well, when it comes to any of these, like, there's things that happen within the college and some things we're expected to pay for, like services and some things which are requirements to education aren't charged for like example the counselling service is seen as a requirement so we don't pay for that whereas um, the gym things like that which are services we do pay for um, for supplementals for supplementals um, how it works is that if you fail an exam depending on which year you're in and which course you're in you can repeat that exam for free um, in August and they're called supplementals and they're supplementals if you fail an exam for any reason okay um, so what are the college proposing to do now? Yes. Well, at the minute, we, so college are proposing to bring in a fee of €450 euro if you have to repeat an exam or an assessment. So that means failing an essay, essentially. That means uh, you could fail a five-credit module. At first, you could fail a five-credit module, and they have to pay that amount of money. And if they can't pay that amount of money, it could result in them dropping out quite realistically. Um, when we compare that to other universities and colleges across the country, the highest that we were able to find is UCD, with uh, paying 230 euro per exam. So we've gone from no fees to nearly double the highest in the country. Actually, yeah, that would be 460, almost double. Um, as well as that, Trinity has some of the high, at the minute have the highest retention rates in the country, joined with Manute, and Manute pays 50 euro per five credits, whereas we'd be expected to pay 450 euro for the same service. So even bringing in these fees, it's it's a result of if they bring them in, people will drop out over this. Okay, quite literally. So that's the worry. It's yeah, and look, it is a lot of money, but um, mm-hmm. long term, you're just afraid people will drop out of their courses. So, yeah. what has the reaction been from the students? I think it's pretty obvious, but you know, what are people uh, saying to you? They're kind of concise that people are petrified. They're terrified over this. Um, we have students who, like, we had, we had a lecturer in today doing a teaching just an hour ago, and we have students, I can, I'm looking at them now, they're on their laptops, they're studying, and we, like, this is not a choice we want to make, you know, this is, students are here because they will be dropping out of college come summer if they have to pay for them supplementals. So, although it's a really hard choice for them to make to leave the library to be here because it's disruptive to their studies, it is the better option as opposed to dropping out of college come summer, end of summer. Okay. Now, you mentioned there um, you, there is quite a high repeat rate. Is there certain mm-hmm. courses that have quite a high failure yes. rate? Or yeah. Failure no. rate, sorry. 
yeah, well, without going into too much detail about them, some of the highest rates we have are, so some, so people think that the standard fail mark would be 40%. Um, in a lot of professional courses, for example, like medicine, where it's like judged by an outside body or nursing, that would be 50%. And in some courses and some modules, the fail rate is 80%. Um, that's, like, they can go up to 80% failure rate. Um, the likes of medicine and the likes of nursing especially can have high failure rates, maybe just in one module, but high failure rates because not only do they have to study, they also have unpaid placement up until third year. So I know students who work 30 hours on the wards unpaid, then they work 30 hours for the next three days they ha- they're supposed to have off the study, but need to work them days in order to afford college. Okay. Um, so fair so to say have, yeah. some of the courses with high failure rates are really hard courses, um, Damien. Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, and just, ju- I'm really sorry now if I'm, if I'm repeating no. myself or asking you to repeat yourself, but mm-hmm. just to be clear, so if I fail one exam and you fail mm-hmm. four exams, we would both pay 450? Yeah. Okay. And so, that doesn't just have to be an exam, that can be an assessment. Okay, yeah. an assessment as well. So you fail anything in your course that means you mm-hmm. can't go through to the next year, no matter yeah. if it's one thing or 10 things, it's 450 euro flat Oh, rate. you can go through to the next year if you can afford it. You can, okay. Yeah, yeah no, as sorry, in like if you, I mean. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. You have yeah. to pay the 450 euro to yeah. sit that repeat, yeah. whether that's one repeat or 10 repeats. Yeah. Okay, Damien, I've got to say, you're getting an awful lot of support on the Spin 1038 Facebook page and a lot of students yeah. are having their say. I'm eager to hear mm-hmm. what, they, what they think today. Really good yeah. of you to come on. Thanks so much for your Thank time. Thank you. Just very quickly to cut in, um, just uh, to bolster support just from other people. I myself am from Loud. Like, my father's in construction. I come from a background that would not have been able to afford these charges. And I think we're really, we're, like, Trinity are trying to pitch itself as trying to be inclusive of all those, like, it loses the latest image. And it's fees like this which are stopping students from being able to come here. Like, it's students like me who won't be able to come here because of this charge, and that's really what we're fighting for. So if you have children or grandchildren who are working on their leaving starts right now or considering coming to Trinity, I'd really hope that you would support us, even if they're not in Trinity yet at the minute. Thanks so much, Damien. Well Thank said. You. Good to speak to you Thank today. You. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great McLean day. There. Uh, he's welfare officer at Trinity College Students' Union. He's currently in the dining hall uh, where that protest is taking place. And I think that's a really important point that he made at the end is, you know, Trinity is really trying to promote how inclusive it is. But not everyone can, pay, can afford to pay €450. Euro. If you've ever failed an exam, no matter what university you might be in, I would love to hear from you today. What are your thoughts on this 450 euro flat rate? And as Damien said, it's not just an exam. That could be an assessment. And, you know, he he argues a good case. There are some courses that just, it's impossible not to fail at least one part of it. You know, you just, you heard some of the conditions. If you're studying medicine or nursing, you're working on placements, you have these modules. You know, the reality is that some students need to do repeats because they just can't possibly pass them all in one go. So I think it's quite unfair because I know there's a few messages coming in saying, you know, oh, a bit of motivation, you might study that bit harder. There are students who are pushed to the limit as it is. But look, maybe you don't feel the same way. Maybe you feel, do you know what, this is fair enough. If you fail an exam, you've got to pay. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on 87 1038. Okay, I said to Damien McLean, the welfare officer I spoke to from Trinity College Students Union a moment ago that there is an awful lot of support for the students coming through on the Spin 138 Facebook page, I would love to hear your thoughts about um, the proposed €450 Euro exam repeat fee. Get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. Rory is on the line. Hi, Rory. Hi. 
How are you? I'm good, thank you. Rory, I understand you're a student. I am. I'm a second year English studies student at Trinity. Okay, so how do you feel about these proposed fees? Honestly, it's such a slap in the face to the students from the college elite. Um, This isn't the first action. This is one in a series of actions the college has taken against the students, um, purely in the interests of profits. Um, So far, they've already brought in a decision that they're going to increase uh, fees for international and postgraduate students by 5%. They already kick students out of campus accommodation before the exams even finish at the end of the year. And we just feel like the college doesn't respect us as members of the college community anymore. What do you say to the argument that this would actually save students in the long run? The argument is, you know, um, to repeat the entire year would be thousands of euros. So with this new proposal, they're only paying for the things that they've actually failed. So to that, what I would say is the students majority are actually in favour of modular billing, but we don't see the introduction of supplemental fees as necessary to bring in modular billing. It's important to note that we did not approach the college asking for modular billing in replacing uh, paying to repeat the full year. The college has brought that themselves and they're using supplemental fees of €450 to justify doing that. But in our view, they should be cutting the salaries of people like Paddy Pendergast and Chris Marash they should be Who are using they? their assets more effectively to pay for things like modular billing. Okay, Rory, let's just rewind for a second. Who are the, the two people you just mentioned there? So, Patrick Pendergast, he is the provost of Trinity College. He's the head honcho. And then Chris Marash is the vice provost. Okay. And yeah. you, now, just for anyone who might have not heard Damien a little earlier on, what's the difference between um, supplemental billing and modular billing? What does that all mean? So basically, modular billing means that you would be paying per module that you have to repeat rather than paying for the full year. Okay. But basically, there's a myriad of problems with that in itself. Um, For international students, some of them aren't going to be able to do that because in order to have their visas, they have to be setting a certain number of modules and repeating just one wouldn't allow them to have a visa. But also, we just reject this notion that the college needs to bring in 450 euro supplemental fees to fund this. If they truly want to fund this, they have so many other options they could be taking. So it kind of sounds like students, you know, on top of everything else that you have to pay for, and as we heard from Damien, like some students have to work placements, some students have jobs, maybe more than one job, that this is just another fee that students can't afford. Yeah, I mean, my sister went to college 10 years ago and I remember it was so much cheaper than it is for me now. And every year it just seems to be getting more and more expensive at a time where education is possibly the most important thing for young people in our country. So I just don't understand the rationale behind this. And I hate seeing that Trinity is becoming a commercial entity rather than an institute devoted to education. Rory, good to have you on the show today. Thanks so much for coming on. No problem. Thanks for talking to me. Good to speak to you. Um, it is, look, it's for anyone who's not in it, it sounds a bit confusing. It's like, wait, what are you paying for? What's a module? What's a supplement? Look, bottom line is it's €450 Euros across the board, whether you fail one exam or five or an assessment, as we heard from Damien. And students just feel that is far too much money. What do you think? 087-711-1038. Ronan is next. Hi, Ronan. 
Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Now, Ronan, I asked Damien about other universities earlier on and they, um, they they said that they found in UCD it's €230 Euro per exam. You went to UCD. I did indeed, yeah. I studied there for three years. Um, the, yeah, so it's 230 quid per exam that you fail, whether or not you go reset the exam or reset the entire module, um, which basically means that I know of a lot of people who would have failed two, three, four exams and because there was no cap on it, they basically had to drop out because they couldn't afford to pay for their, all their repeats. Now, Ronan, people are going to say, well, listen, you shouldn't be failing two, three, four, five exams. Oh, certainly, certainly. But I think, um, like, in, in Trinity, there's the fact that you can fail an exam and actually go and repeat it for free at the minute the first time around. Um, like, for instance, in first year or something, if you have someone coming down into college who is living away for the first time, also maybe having to work, something like that, like, they realistically, they're trying to juggle a lot of different things. And if they happen to fail a module by a couple of percent, they're going to still have to pay 230 or maybe, you know, 460 quid if they fail two by a very small margin, and I mean, I just it. For in, in my in my esteem, I think it doesn't it doesn't seem like a, a a reason to kind of stop someone continuing in college just because they might have had a, a rough time in terms of mental health or maybe a rough time in terms of financial stuff, and they had to work more and weren't able to go into college or something like that. I think there's too many variables to to put something kind of across the board like that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like some people are commenting exactly what I said there on the Facebook page. They're like, well, look, this should be your incentive to work that bit harder. People fail exams for all sorts of reasons and sometimes things that are out of their control. So can you understand at all the logic behind this proposed 450 euro? I can I can understand the logic behind the 450 euro. But at the same time, it's it's. Even as a flat fee, it's much higher than any other college because with UCD, it's 230 per, but in every other college, if there is a cap, it's usually at about 200 or so. So to have the cap at 450 across the board, no matter how many modules it is, as much as it isn't as bad as paying for individual modules, it still seems a little bit hefty and exclusionary for, uh, for a college repeat fee, especially considering they, did, they didn't charge for it in the past. All right, Ronan, good to have you on the show. Thanks so much for your perspective. Thanks very much. Thank you. Good to have you. There is lots of messages coming through in this, as I said to Rory and to Damien. There's a lot of support for the students, but as I mentioned to Ronan, there is some of these messages coming in. Sam says, sorry now, maybe students will have to work a bit harder to not fail exams. Obviously, sometimes it's unavoidable, and for whatever reason, someone will fail. However, I know myself from being in college, so many people in my class just don't bother studying or putting in the effort for exams because they know they can repeat. You can repeat the exam, you can't repeat the party. Have you never heard that slogan? It seems like a mantra for some students. Well, if you're a student and you're looking at €450 flat fee for repeat exams, how do you feel about that comment? Get involved, I'm on 087-711-1038. Niall joins me on the line now, uh, Niall Behan. Niall, I understand you're the president of the DCU Students' Union. Yeah, I am indeed. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the protest going on in Trinity? Yeah, I think it's... I, I definitely think there's a huge issue here um, that I think it's shed light for different universities the fact that it can be brought on in, uh, in, in such a... In, the fact it's been brought on so suddenly, I think it's what the issue is here, that other colleges, I think, for example, I know you had a guy in there from UCD that um, these fees can kind of creep in little by little, but I think what you see, what Trinity have very rightly done is protest this because if this is implemented and there's no protest against it I think this would just become second nature and every year students have to pay nearly 500 quid just for, just for failing exams 
Yeah, Rory made that point. You know, his sister was in university um, a good few years ahead of him and he was like, I just feel like every single year there's something else, there's something else. What's the situation in DCU, Niall? Yeah, so it's 190 quid. Um, no matter how many exams, you, you, you may fail. But I, just, I was going to actually bring up the point that there is other issues along these same lines. That it, the, the, the fee itself can be a big issue, but... Like on UCD, they might have, have let's say, 230, um, but they can actually carry modules with them. But w- one of the issues that we have is that you might fail one exam uh, the year you're, you're going to go on, on Erasmus or on internships, and just like other years, you might have failed an exam. But if you fail that um, and you have to repeat in August, you don't get into the system for getting your internships until later than everyone else, and you might not actually get one, and you might have to just skip your internship year and actually go straight to final year. Um, okay. There's another issue with the problem, but I think, this fee in general is kind of shedding light on that. I think the fact that there's so many different rules in so many different universities, um, I think obviously they're going to be differing slightly, but the fact that you go to UCD or Manute or DCU or even DIT and there's so many different rules across the board, there's, there's clearly an issue here that universities can exploit because if it's up to them to set 450 quid, then I think that there has to be something done here put in place that students can't be exploited. And as someone said there, it's becoming more and more a commercial entity. Yeah, and you know what? It's something that I bet you someone who maybe is listening now who's doing their Leaving Cert or, you know, thinking about what they're going to do next year or the year after that, it's something that never crosses your mind is these rules and how, you know, failing exams might work. And look, it is the reality. I feel that it's a bit harsh, some of the comments that are coming in saying, oh, well, it might make a study a bit harder. Failing exams, like, it does happen, you know, and it, yeah. sometimes it's it's completely out of your control. What's the attitude to exams like in DCU, Niall? Do people take them seriously? Ah, you have to take exams seriously. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think I know what you mean, is in, uh, like, it, it's one of these things you never imagine yourself in, but when you do end up in a place, should you be punished 450 euro for something that happens across the board in every university? Now, the, the fail rates are obviously different from year to year, students might fail an exam next year that you won't, but I think a very good point from Damien is the fact that the, the, the harder, I suppose, the, the level of the degree, and I'm not saying some degrees are, are different to others, but really studying intensive degrees where you have a lot of exams, for example, accountancy um, or, or medicine or, or whatever it might be, there's a higher likelihood of failing exams the more exams you have. Yeah. So you, should you be punished just because you do something that's a little bit more textbook heavy than something, let's say, like multimedia, where you wouldn't have as many book exams, but you might have a lot more assessments, yeah. which are, would be a little bit more down to an individual's perception of you as opposed to, well, there's 40 questions on the paper and you have to get 35 right. I hear you, and I think a lot of people will, will agree with that, but I suppose... You know, accountancy, and I'm not saying that like one path is more serious than the other, but I suppose accountancy is something that like, Jesus, you got to be getting it right, Niall. You know, they are serious, serious exams, similar to to someone who's studying medicine that, you know, and I'm not trying to belittle the example you gave of something like multimedia, but there are certain courses that, you know, you've really got to know your stuff. And I just think that that's why you do those courses. Mm. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. But but you not would you not think though that let's say courses that um, that have low points and the point system the CEO system is built on supply and demand so something like uh, in DCU of course computer applications um, for years and years it's had quite a low point system um, or points on the CEO system so people actually apply for that course 
or say 350 50 points, but it actually has a huge dropout rate because of how difficult it is. Yeah. Now, these students who go into something thinking it's, it's, it's one thing and it ends up being another thing, they're, they're in a very difficult time in their lives, so they, so they drop out, so they change course, and you're worth putting extra pressure on those people um, by uh, basically fining them for something that realistically is a supply and demand economics issue that the CEO system perhaps has something to play in this. And that's why I kind of brought up the point of there's, there's so many different rules across the board, but yet we're expecting um, like things, things like to like go with the backbone of this, like the CEO system, should just be, um, I suppose, the same. So yeah. my point being, I think that it's very hard to, I suppose, rationalise or, or make rules rules for this um, in all different universities but we have so many different things um, and as uh, the, the funding for higher education comes up again and again this is why I know it's, it's a little bit off topic but like the, the percentage of international students come in because colleges are trying to, trying to look for funding and things are creeping in that even though Trinity College this year have a partnership model with their students it seems like that was signed last year and they're the first university to have that in Ireland but they're meant to kind of have a very open relationship with the, with the students and, and the university and they're the ones that actually put this in I just think it's a little bit of a slap in the face to all the students Niall some great points and thanks for coming on and making them really good to speak to you today Thank you. Uh, that's Niall there and Niall Bean is his surname because he's the president of the DCU Students Union in support of um, the students at Trinity and he mentioned international students there and my next caller is an international student from Pakistan Saeed Hi Saeed Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, really good of you to come on and chat to us today. I understand you're studying in UCD at the moment. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm studying in UCD, yeah. Okay. Well, um, my thought about uh, this that I think that the education should be should be free because I think education is the most important thing for, for everywhere. Like, I am from Pakistan and uh, there is in the... In like cities, it's good the people are educated, but in uh, in the small villages, it's not like people are not educated and don't, they don't have too much money actually to afford that. In in school level, yeah, there is there is a free education, but in the college level and the universities even, it's it's very very expensive, and it's not affordable. And I like here in Ireland, I feel like same. And here as well, it's the the universities here are very expensive. Like um, I am, I am, I I am student and I am working as well. So in okay. whenever I in my holidays, like two three months, whenever it came, so I work in on these my holidays to to pay my fees. Okay. So, so I think, what yeah. are you studying? I, I'm doing business there. Okay. Actually, in the business, yeah. And a point that um, someone raised earlier on is for international students, like, I know you're in UCD, but if you were in Trinity, right, and you were to fail a module, um, that could mean that you possibly can't retain your visa to study here because, I can't remember how exactly he put it, but it will affect international students. Like, would that kind of thing affect you? Yeah, well, it is a problem for the visas as well. And now uh, I think for... The Irish immigration, they also have to look after the kids as far to the students. Like, we already have too many problems with that. We have to manage too many fees. And then when we go to the immigration and then they all, like, bring these, these documents from your college, blah, blah, blah. So, so, so I think they have to give some relaxation to the international students as well. And they have to look after them. Okay. Said, really good of you to come on. Thank you so much. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. Good to speak to you today. There's nothing I love more, and I think it's just from doing this show, when you speak to people who aren't originally from Ireland and they have like a very faint hint of an Irish accent to their own accent. It's so gorgeous. You can hear when Saeed says, I, he just has that little lilt of Dublin to his accent. I don't know, does anyone else notice that? It's something that I've just fallen in love with while I've been doing spin talk. I love the hint of an Irish accent to someone's own accent. It's deadly. Um, Tamora says on Facebook, in response to people saying the fee is motivational, considering that many students are sitting up to 10 exams, sometimes two a day in a high-pressure atmosphere, this extra motivation manifests itself into a need to pass first time and thus becomes increased pressure and stress in an already stressful time. I think you make a great point, Tamora, and I think... It's all well and good for people to sit back and go, well, listen, you shouldn't be going out in the lock and you should be doing this, that and the other. We heard from Damien there, all the students that are protesting in the dining hall at Trinity right now, they're there, they're studying, lectures are going in. You know, college is continuing. I think sometimes students get a bad rap, you know, um, for for partying and for not taking their education seriously. Anyone we've spoken today um, it really does sound like they are taking it very seriously and it's it's not the money it's the fear of having to drop out if this happens and I don't know what that says to me is that they're taking their education very seriously but look I want to hear your thoughts and your opinions on this I'm on 87 Casey says on Facebook it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of financial worries that students have without this being brought in many students have to pay 3,000 to 4,000 in fees per year as well as accommodation which is not cheap in Dublin plus any books, stationery they need for college, and that's without even factoring in the money for food. Now, I mentioned some of the comments, like Miriam's, that says, pass the first time then, unless there is extenuating circumstances, in which case they shouldn't have to pay the full fee. Um, I also read a similar message out from Jed. There's lots of replies to Jed on the Spin 138 Facebook page. I'll be getting through them in just a sec. But sally Ann joins me on the line now. Hi, sally Ann. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, Sally Ann, I understand you're a Trinity student. I am. Okay. Uh, what year are you in? I'm in third year and I study astrophysics. So I'm based kind of down the opposite end of campus to the dining hall. I'm based down the end of campus that the tourists don't see. Okay. Did you say astrophysics? Yeah. Wow. I'd say that's really hard. Astro, everything is easy when you love it, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, and good attitude to have. Sally Ann, have you ever failed an exam? <laughs> Um, I've come awfully close sometimes. I've, I've been lucky enough not to fail an exam, but my God, it's, it's been by the skin of my teeth a lot of times. I'm really fortunate in that I'm in a position where I can live with my parents rent-free, but I still have to work 15 to 20 hours a week to cover things like um, food and to cover stationery and to contribute to kind of to contribute to my family. Okay. There are students in my class who are working upwards of 25 hours a week on top of having maybe 30 hours of contact hours. It's absolutely not fair that students should be asked to place up to pay supplemental fees when the students who are more likely to have to sit refit are students who are working anyway. It's completely not fair. And for Trinity to say that there's a problem that students should have to bear the burden of Trinity's mismanagement of funds when members of board have such high salaries, when the province has two multi-million euro houses in the city centre, it's so unfair. We feel like we're not being listened to. What is your reaction, sally to people on, particularly on our Facebook page, who make the argument that, well, do you know what? Just make sure you don't fail your exams. It's all well and good to say, make sure you don't fail your exams or to say, you know, just don't go to the pub. I would love an extra couple of hours to go to the pub, but any moment I'm not studying, I'm working. Any moment I'm not studying or working, I'm in class or in a lab or trying to keep up with assignments. 
this myth that we all have fabulous social lives and we should just study more. It's, it's just that. It's a myth. None of us are able to give any more than we are already giving. So what do you think is going to happen, sally Um, I think and I hope that college will sit up and take note of what we're saying. I hope that they'll reverse the decision and I think they will. I think college are, are worried that their reputation is in danger and they should be because the reputation that Trinity has as a college that cares about its students is completely undeserved. And I hope that this will spark a larger conversation across the country about how important funding for higher education is. Really well said, sally Good to speak to you today. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, sally sounds really passionate, you know, and a lot of the students we've spoken today are, and they haven't just been Trinity students, we've spoken to UCD students, DCU students, across the board. You know, and I said this earlier on, I feel like students get a really hard time, but I think it was Niall earlier on who made the point. He's from DCU. He's actually um, the student union president there. He was like, you know, the majority of students who fail exams, and we heard this from Damien McLean earlier on, who's the welfare officer at Trinity, that the highest um, rate of um, having to do repeats are the likes of medicine. You know, they're really, really difficult degrees to do. And so they're probably the students that have more exams, have more to lose, and it's the, them that will be punished. And it's not to say that one course is more important than another, but just the point that Niall was making is an awful lot of students who are already under a huge amount of pressure are the ones that are going to suffer and possibly have to drop out. And that is a huge concern for a lot of students today. Daniel is next on the line. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Good, thank you. I understand you're a Trinity student, Daniel. I am indeed, yes. How's that going for you? Ah, going well enough. Uh, protests been making things a bit more interesting, but yeah. Okay, what year are you in? I am in second year. Okay, so did you fail any exams in first year? I did. I failed my physics exam, one of my nine exams in the first year. So you had nine exams, you failed one. What would you say to people, Daniel, who say, do you know what, fair enough, you failed one, you've got to pay? Well, I think that's not really looking at the circumstances. Like, a lot of people are saying, if you failed, you clearly didn't work hard enough. But I think I worked hard enough. I just ended up in A&E a few days before my exam. And I was under a lot of stress. I won't go into what it was, but there was possibilities of it escalating and I was you know, worried about my health. I wasn't in the right headspace for taking the exam and that's what made me fail. It wasn't a lack of work. I don't think it was really, it would be really fair for me to pay any money, let alone 450 euro. You know, I'm, I work a part-time job. That's two and a half months wages for me. Oh, when you put it like that, Daniel. So when you, when you failed that one exam out of your nine, doing your engineering degree, um, what was the situation in the summer just gone? Did you have to pay anything at all? I didn't know, uh, but my grade was capped at 40%, which I think is pretty fair because I didn't sit the same exam as my peers. I wasn't under the same conditions. I didn't have to pay money. I just had to pay, you know, in a percentage. And I think that's a much fairer system. That's another thing that's been taken away. I'm not sure it's been mentioned much, but they are are changing it so that with the implementation of the fee to repeat, they're also removing that cap. So it's sort of making it a pay-for-grade system where... If you've got the money, if you've got 450 euro to spare, you can say, oh, I'm, not, I'm only going to sit half my exams now, half my exams at the end of summer. And, you know, they only they get three extra months of study and they still get the same grade. People could get the highest grade in a year by just paying 450 euro to take their exams at a different time. That's very interesting, Daniel. And you're right. That's something no one else has mentioned until now. So when you 
went and did all your, your eight, the eight exams that you passed, great and well done. You had one you had to resit, but you wouldn't get any higher than 40%. You're literally sitting it to pass it. Yeah, I'm, I was sitting it to pass the year. And even though my percentage for the year was 71%, my grade for the year was passed. So, like, look, mon- like, whatever about money, that should be your motivation to pass your exams, is obviously you want to get the highest grade you can. Yeah. Uh, so the motivation, what I'm saying, is already there for students, you know. Like, no one wants to fail their exams the way it is at the moment. Oh, yeah, and, uh, like, if you're, if you're in a degree like mine, there's progression. Like, I, if I had done that in third year, I wouldn't be able to progress onto fifth year. So there, there is already a penalty for people... Okay. You know, failing and failing and having to repeat. There's already a, a non-monetary penalty. I think that's really important to note because I think there are some comments coming through like, oh, well, listen, spend less time in the pub and this won't be happening. It's not about the money for a lot of the students, I think. It's the fear of maybe people having to drop out and not completing their education. Oh, yeah, and like, uh, the, the repeat fees aside, there are other fees. And I, there are people in my year who have had to you know, take the year off or just drop out of college entirely because they're international students and, you know, the, the fees rose and they just couldn't afford it anymore. And this is just another increase of those fees. So were you involved in the protest, Daniel? Uh, I'm not really, no. I, I, know, I know many people in the protest, many of my friends are protesting, but I myself have too many other commitments with my degree and just with my part-time job and all that sort of stuff. But I support what they're doing and I support their methods, even though a lot of people don't support their methods. I think the disruption is, is what's needed to get the attention of the people involved. Yeah, and you know what? You've played your part by coming on the radio and explaining some of that, Daniel. So good on you. Thanks a million. Thank you very much. Good to speak to you today. I think that is very interesting now to hear exactly, you know, how now it's how Daniel's degree works, doing engineering. Um, but just, you know, there was nothing there for him to gain by doing this free reset. His grade for the year was capped at 40%. He just got a pass. Whereas he made the point that down the line with this €450 proposed reset fee, that if you have the money, there'll be no cap on your grade. So you could do half your exams in the summer or at the end of the term and then do the other half in the summer. I, I just think that's very, very interesting. I think the incentive is already there for students to pass their exams. There are so many messages coming through. I'm going to do my best to get through all of them before the break, but if not, I'll come to the rest of them after the break. This one says, I used to be in the Institute of Technology, Blanchardstown, SU, Vice President there and Welfare Officer. I think €450 is insane. However, I don't feel like people should be allowed to repeat and repeat year after year and get away with it. I mean, I know someone who repeated second year five times and then qualified with the same degree as I did despite that so we can get the same job which is social care, which is super important as we care about the people who need us to be able to do our job properly. Similarly, I wouldn't want a doctor who barely got through college but technically just passed on repeats to be caring for me or more family or my family. So maybe 450 euro will filter out those people on the courses. If they're bringing that in, then there has to be an allowance where if there's death or illness, etc., circumstances must definitely be taken into consideration and not just brought in like a blanket policy. Well, you see, I get where you're coming from. I do. But having heard what Daniel had to say about the way this is going to change, I think it would be worse. So if they bring in the 450 euro, it means that people will, if they have the money, just be able to pass and get the degree. And look, there's lots of, you know, um, courses and institutions already where literally if you pay enough money, you just get that um, 
recognition and you can go out and get that job whereas someone who has slogged maybe in another institution you know and I know it mightn't be the same qualification but I think what you're worried about actually could be an even bigger issue if this 450 euro was brought in going on what Daniel had to say but look I'd love to hear your thoughts 087-711-1038 there's still loads of messages in reaction to Jed's Facebook post so I'll be back with some of them in just a sec this is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. 